You'll know by now that what I try to do is interview people in the city who have gone on to achieve amazing things. That doesn't have to be people from the city, that can be people that have come into the city. Obviously, sometimes you end up trying to interview the people that are in the limelight, those that are actors or sports stars. But what I really want to do is give a clearer view of the city, of the amazing work that takes place. And when I started to think about that, there was one person that came into my mind. And this is my interview guest today, who is John Kiley, MBE, um, who is going to tell me about his work in the city, the McDonald's that he runs, the support he gives to people in the city around employment, um, and obviously more recently his MBE that he received. John, thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks for your uh, very kind words there. I appreciate it. Um, I suppose I'll go back to, I'm not from Coventry. I'm originally from London. um, And the reason why I came to Coventry uh, and what's happened since. So uh, in March 2013, McDonald's sold me their first uh, my first franchise restaurant in Cross Cheaping, which is uh, locally known as the Burgess. Um, so I bought that in 2013. And that was my first experience of Coventry, really. Um, took over the store. I think we had 60, 60 members of staff in there at the time. Great store, great restaurant, great location. Uh, but it did open my eyes to city centre and city centre positives and negatives. And some of the negatives uh, we'll go on to talk about would be things like homelessness, uh, young people hanging around with uh, without having anywhere to go or anything to do and being moved on. Especially in that area of the city centre. Totally right. It's a, it's, a, it's a thoroughfare from people coming from outside and in. Um, and being new to it, I wanted to get an understanding rather than being the, uh, the bad guy that just kicks homeless people out of restaurants or moves young people on. I think as a business owner, we've all got the, uh, the onus on us to help support the community that, uh, that we, we earn a living from. So um, I work closely with what we were seeing in the store. We open early, particularly in the winter when it's cold. Clearly, why wouldn't homeless people want to go in there, have something to eat, have, have something to drink? Uh, but then when that starts to become 10 or 11 homeless people in your restaurant with other customers uh, wanting to use the facilities as well, it, be- it becomes, uh, you know, it becomes uh, uh, critical that we do something about it. So instead of just kicking them out, what we tried to do was work with local communities. And me being from outside didn't know what facilities or what support was out there. Um, so I spoke to the council. I think it was Faye Abbott at the time and said, I'm having this issue, issue. how can I help support that issue? So she pointed me in the direction of uh, the Salvation Army, uh, the lighthouse, uh, which isn't far from us, which is seven minutes away from us, which is 100 beds. So there's restaurants and bars kicking people out, when in reality what we should be doing is helping signpost people that are vulnerable and need help to these facilities that are in in the city centre. And that's exactly what we did. So I linked in with um, Salvation Army, linked in with the police, who were really supportive. We did um, early morning walk-arounds to try and identify who was around. They helped me with the restaurant to talk to people that were vulnerable in that restaurant. Uh, and we moved quite a lot of people into, those, into, into that space, which, which clearly helped them. And it opened my eyes up to that, you know, Coventry's a great city and there are lots of people that want to do a lot of great things. Like every city, what, what, where do I fit or where could I fit to try and join those, join those dots to help people out? So a hugely admirable thing to do. Tell me why it was important for you to do that. Why was the people who are homeless that needed support? Why was that your kind of one of your focuses? Um, I think it was a, it was a business need. You know, clearly number one, we you know I wanted to make sure that we had a, a nice environment in our restaurants. Um, but I also wanted to make sure that we weren't just you know putting people out on the streets without really understanding what their what their issues were. And the more I started to to, to dig deep into their problems, 
the more I got to understand that, you know, they're human beings. You know, I know it's obvious to say, but they're human beings. And when you see them, you know, in places or you see them outside, all they want is respect from people. You know, whether that's money, drink, whatever it is, they all deserve respect. And that respect comes from all of us. And, you know, I, I, I pay a big part of that, like we all do, because I'm a business owner. So if we can give respect to people and point them in the right direction, we're not always going to fix their problems. That's, I'm, I'm not here to do that. But there's lots of great people out there that can try and help them. Uh, one of the previous episodes I did was around homelessness and I spoke to another John that day a guy that's been homeless for many years he's now in accommodation and the respect thing was something that he said he said no one particularly really wants to be on the street and you're not feeling the best at that point and to have people looking at you and the stigma that comes with it and um, tell me about then how you've been able to support people who need support with their employment so I guess that could be yeah. people that have been on the street or people that have come out of education and, and are looking for a break. Yeah, I suppose that's that's uh, another another edge to us, uh, particularly young people. So uh, Coventry has lots of young people uh, in the city, and, and clearly that was one of the one of the ticks for City of Culture. You know, it's a young environment, but they don't always have things to do. And there are lots of young people that are falling off the edge of school, not doing so well, not being looked after. And I saw a lot of this in my restaurant, uh, my original restaurant. Uh, we have six now, and they they hang around. Um, you know, there's there's music. It's warm. Um, they can get Wi-Fi. There's, they can sit there with a McFlurry for, for four hours with 20 of them. But that's not conducive to, to running a profitable and a, uh, and a good restaurant. So, again, it was fairly similar. How do I talk to young people with respect and also train my staff to talk to young people with respect? Because it's too easy to uh, go into a crowd of young people and say, right, you lot need to get out in five minutes or we're calling the police, which, which happened and was happening. Um, and I needed again to understand how we can help and support these young people. So I picked up uh, with an organization called Positive Youth, F- incredible organization um, in Coventry, ran by Rashid and the guys there, um, and tried to see again how could I help and how could I support. So we put a workshop together um, to see. First of all, I can give them now my, my point in terms of what it feels like in a McDonald's when there's 40 of you and you're all loud and, you know, you're, you're hanging around. But what, I also wanted to know what they felt. And it was, it was fascinating. And a lot of it, again, was you don't respect us. You know, you don't want us in your restaurants. Your staff want to kick us out. You're calling the police. And it was back to this, how do we respect young people and, and talk to them as, you know, as, as one of us. And I'm an older guy. And, you know, to gain that respect. So we did some workshops around that. We did some training for our staff, particularly in things like, it's a wrong word, but it's conflict management. And conflict management isn't, is, is almost getting out of conflict, but talking to people with a lot of respect. And through that, we did mentoring for them. We have salaried uh, staff now who can mentor uh, positive youth people. And we've, over the last five, six years, we've probably had about 40 or 50 of them come working for us okay. and you know get, uh, get an education through us. Um, get respect through us get work ethics get money feel proud of themselves and uh, it's it's been it's been a privilege to work with so we are midway through our city of culture year and i know that the work that you put in at the beginning around some of the bid work was instrumental for us um, achieving that status Um, tell me about the journey towards 2021 how you got involved and kind of what you've been doing with it since yeah so city of culture for me was a massive opportunity i wasn't wasn't from coventry as i said right at the beginning i came into a city and i I realized it needed a lot of help a lot of investment and a lot of support of the people that we've already discussed so for me city of culture when it was when it was discussed and i was uh, sitting on the bid team um, business improvement district working with other retailers eventually I became chairman of it so I thought it was really important that as 
if we're going to win this thing, the retailers have to support it alongside young people, alongside the council, police, etc. Um, so I met with Andrew Dixon right at the beginning and Laura McMillan. And I think I was the first retailer to actually say, right, I'm going to help sponsor it. Um, no one can deny that anymore. So I'm sure it was me. But uh, but it was important to us. It was important for me that it shone a spotlight on Coventry, not because it was a brilliant place, but it needed support and it needed some help and it needed investment. Um, so we were there right at the beginning. I brought Trish Willits in uh, to replace me to look after the bid because my business was expanding. And she's done an incredible job running with it alongside the council, uh, City of Culture, Country Trust, etc., etc., And you can see the difference it's made to the city in respect of the investment that's been brought into the city is astounding. And that's the legacy we have. Mm-hmm. Getting young people involved with it is astounding. And I was doing forums in schools and at Positive Youth and uh, the homeless shelters as well and with the police to say, right, how do we all get involved with here? And how does it help support our city going forward? So what are you hoping the legacy of 2021 will look like from a employment, from a youth, from a business point of view? Um, obviously, the events and the lights will turn off in a few months' time. What are you hoping we will see going forward? Um, I think we're, it's unfortunate it came in the middle of a pandemic. So that massive influx of uh, visitors didn't happen. We may see some of it as it goes. There's more visitors coming in. But you can see the legacy already in terms of hotels, the Coventry Telegraph Hotel, more businesses. You go down the Burgess now and there's lots of investment in there. It looks a lot better. Uh, there's lots of businesses coming in. Trish can tell you a lot more about people that are really interested in in coming in to, to, to work in our city centre and invest in it. I've invested in it. I'll continue to invest in Coventry. I employ over 700 people now and I want that to continue. So there is good employment opportunities for young people now to learn and there's good conduits through that with organisations such as PetXI as well mm-hmm. uh, to really train and, and upskill people in all manners of different types of investment. So let's take a little step back then around some of the McDonald's stuff. I think almost like my background is in the NHS and I think people thought that pharmacies or GP surgeries were just ran by the NHS. And obviously these are business people that run those. Tell me about how you first got started with McDonald's, what your first steps were, and then obviously your first store in the city. Yeah, no, that's a good question. I mean, my background was in construction. I was traveling the world, setting up sales organizations and factories to to produce construction um, equipment. But... I was traveling the world. I was never at home, bringing up a young family. So I, I wanted my own business. And McDonald's is a franchise business. Predominantly, it's a franchise business. They want local owners to go into a local area to work with the community, uh, to build up their team, support their teams of people in the restaurants. And an average McDonald's will have 100 people working in them. So, you know, they're, they're, they're great opportunities for people to come into. So I approached McDonald's. They said, we've got, I was living in the Northwest at the time, albeit I'm from London. And they said, we'd love you to come down to the Midlands. I wanted to migrate south anyway. And they said, how do you feel about Coventry? And I said, uh, I don't know a lot about it, but uh, but send me there. Uh, and that's where it started back in 2013 uh, with the first store, which was the Burgess store, which was a great learning curve for me because it has its challenges like every city centre. But it did allow me to connect to great people in the city, such as the police, such as the council, uh, all these fantastic charities, which has helped me help support the city and help me support my people because they're going on this journey in terms of charities as well. And now we have six restaurants. So uh, as we say, we employ over 700 people, which I'm really, really proud of. And they give back. You know, we encourage our restaurants to give back in terms of support we give to charities. And we have the Ronald McDonald Housing Charity, which is our which is our, our key charity. We look after a, a house in Birmingham for for families that have uh, kids that are in the, in the Birmingham Hospital, Children's yeah. Hospital. 
So would that have coincided? I know McDonald's went through a huge change a few years ago. I think it might be 10 years ago where they made a lot of improvements. Me and my friends still talk about how McDonald's coffee has improved hugely. Yeah. Like actually, I think in the town, McDonald's coffee is probably one of the best out there. So suddenly that becomes a place where I want to go when I'm on my way to a meeting. Um, McDonald's did go through a huge change. Um, did we, was it around that time when you saw that? Yeah, I think so. I think giving the business or putting the business in hands of people that will get involved with the community will feed back in terms of what's needed on the menu and the menus evolved what we've needed to do in terms of investment in the restaurant the Burgess store was one of the first in the Midlands that that had digital kiosks Mm -hmm. and a a huge Mm re-image I closed the store for three weeks in 2014 and we spent a lot of money to upgrade it um, to upskill our staff to improve the menu, et cetera, and, and give it a better experience. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're benefit, benefiting from it, and so are our staff. So, yeah, I'd say it's that. We're now, I think McDonald's is 90% owned by franchisees now. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we have an onus to, to, to do the, the type of thing that I do in the community as well. Well, it goes back to pride, doesn't it? If you're, if you're proud of the place that you work and that you're part of an organisation that supports you, that, that pays dividends kind of going forward. And... Um, you, I might be wrong on this, and I'll edit it out. If so, weren't you one of the first to have the vegan burger? Yes, yes, that's a good point, Aaron. Yeah, we uh, launched in Coventry the McPlant, mm-hmm. um, so we were the first store to have it. It was it was starting because um, McDonald's wanted to see operationally how would it fit with our menu, um, but then people found out about it. The Coventry Telegraph were very sneaky, as were other publications, and said and said Coventry are launching it. Um, so we did a launch and it's taken off brilliantly, taken yeah. off fantastic. And it fits our menu really, really well. And it was great to see people that, that don't go to our restaurants because of uh, what we serve yeah. coming in and enjoying it as well. So, so that was good. Well, it reminds me of when I was at school, college, university, and I had friends who were vegetarians who didn't eat meat, and it was always the filet fish, and it was yeah. the only thing they could eat on the menu, and we kind of almost didn't go there because of it. I guess it does open up doors for people that wouldn't typically eat meat. Totally right, and you know those people are coming back to us, which is great, and we're expanding the menu, and it's really exciting looking forward. We need to have more expansion so friends can go together mm-hmm. and eat in one place mm-hmm. um, you know and have that expansion we're not going to be everything to everyone but we want to make sure that, that people have a choice when they come to mcdonald's so you currently run several um of the mcdonald's across the city um is there plans for more yes there's um we have six which are four drive-throughs uh the burgess store and the west orchard shopping center store and there's plans for a new one in Abbey Park, which is uh, next to the ASDA, just on uh, just outside the city centre on, on the roundabout there. So that's the next one, hopefully at some point this year, which gives us an opportunity to, to employ another 100 people, hopefully. Um, and then we'll see as it goes for, from there. Um, that's the pipeline so far. And then we'll take it from there. So as someone I don't particularly know that well other than online, etc., I always feel pride when I see people who have achieved great things. And I can't imagine there being many bigger things than receiving an MBE. Talk me through the process of that, kind of how you found out and what the experience was like. Yeah, I mean, that's that's amazing. And, and you know, that's the, my biggest pride about the MBE is I didn't put myself forward for it. I didn't know anything about it. It was great people in Coventry uh, that recognised that you know, thankfully that I was doing some great things and, and joining some dots, which we've spoken about, and put me forward for it. So I only found out in November 2020 when I was sitting at my computer and got an email from uh, from the government saying we're putting you forward or you've been put forward, we're just doing some checks and then then we'll let you, you know. And I was blown away by it. And um, then I found out some of the people that we've already discussed thought uh, deemed that I was worthy to have it. Um, and, you know, I'm proud of it. I'm, I come from uh, an Irish background, uh, my Mum and dad were Irish immigrants, came into London, uh, gave us a great opportunity to, to, you know, 
to bring up a family, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And now I'm proud that I can give something back, and I'm, I'm not that I go out for rewards, but I'm being rewarded for it. It's fantastic for myself and my family. It really is, and for for the city of Coventry, hopefully as well. And it does give me the chance to shine a spotlight on those organisations that we work for because people like yourself are, are willing to come and talk to me, which is great. Which was kind of what I was thinking then. So what are the benefits of having something other than the three letters after your name? Does it open more doors? Does it shine a spotlight on the work you're doing? Yeah, I get a nice uh, nice badge, which is fantastic. But the bigger thing is, you know, I think it's made the charities that I work for proud of what we do. Uh, I'll give you one example. Uh, Positive Youth, who I've worked with for a long time and we employ, uh, McDonald's wanted to work with children in need. Positive Youth are uh, uh, a recipient of, of money from children in need and do a brilliant job for them. If you look at the last McDonald's adverts, which was about youth workers and children in need, it was about positive youth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that shined, that's such a, a, a light. And that's because McDonald's saying, what's John doing in Coventry that's so, so different and so good? So, you know, there, there's a great opportunity for the charities that we work with and Coventry to, to, to get more exposure through, through the work we're doing. Something that's really important to me is the community work and charity work. Um, lots of people know the stuff that I sell. I always donate money to charity, etc. And one of the things I was really pleased to do during lockdown was to offer support to Coventry Bears. Yeah. So I'm now a shirt sponsor. I know Coventry Bears has gone through a bit of a change at the moment, turning to the hurricanes, etc. Um, and obviously McDonald's is also a sponsor. Tell me about sport and community work in the city. Yeah, sport's really, really important, for, particularly for young people. Um, and I think McDonald's is an interesting vehicle for, I get lots of letters and lots of phone calls saying, will you sponsor us? Uh, but what I particularly want to do is work with uh, sports organisations that actually are committed to working in the community. So the first ones I went and spoke to was Coventry Blaze, particularly because they're outreach to young people in the schools. Uh, it's They represent our community really, really well. And the other one, as you you did, was uh, speak to Alan in terms of Coventry Bears because then again they're affiliated with schools, they're bringing young people along, uh, they're giving them opportunities to play sport, which is so important, you know, for young people to 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 be active, to have teamwork, to feel respected, all these great things. So I work with and we we sponsor some, we sponsor a netball team, we sponsor some local football teams, but yeah, I, I work with the companies that want to give something back to the community, and that's what we should all do. Mm. I think it's it's massive, and someone like me that. I've been doing etching pin now for I think it's four years and it's kind of trying to, to take my first steps in some of that work seeing people in the city that are doing that work already and people that I can aspire to be like and to learn from uh, and you're certainly one of those people really appreciate your time today I can definitely see us in a couple of years time catching up again see what else has been going on and um, I do appreciate it keep up that amazing work and congratulations again on the NBA I appreciate it thank you very much Aaron <laughs>